0: All of us. I think it's what we all try to be. Uh, and basically my career is about answering three questions. So how do we measure happiness? Why are some people happier than others? And how do we improve quality, quality of life? When I answer those three questions, I can retire. Um, and it's, it's a really fascinating field because suddenly everything you experience get an extra dimension. Everything you read, every move you see, every conversation you overhear suddenly gives you input to what you're trying to explore professionally. Uh, and I think that that's really rewarding. Mm. So I, it was a curiosity in humans and it was a curiosity towards why does Denmark always do well in the happiness rankings? It's something we hear so often in Denmark. I mean, it seems nowadays it's only news in Denmark when Denmark doesn't make first placed in the happiness rankings. We've become so accustomed to it. And so, in very simple terms, why do you think that is? In,
1: what are some examples of the ways that Danes live that makes them happier?
0: Than other I think the reason why Denmark and the rest of Scandinavia do well in the happiness rankings are because, first and foremost, the Nordic welfare model, the social security. You could say we're the happiest countries in the world, or you could say we're the least unhappy. I mean, I think what social security does is it reduces extreme unhappiness, and that brings the Nordic countries ahead of most uh, all of the, the 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 rest of the countries in the world. but I hadn't until recently been able to explain then why is it that Denmark just just do a little bit better than the other Nordic countries because they have the same welfare model, they have the same level of social security, they have universal health care, universal pension, all those things. so why does Denmark do well and I think could be that ingredient that sets Denmark apart from the other Nordic countries. Mm. It's a focus on pleasures on an everyday basis. It's about indulgence. It is about creating a sense of comfort, a way of expanding your comfort zone to include other people, mm. um, focusing on pleasures on an everyday basis. Mm.
1: So when it came to writing this book about Hugo, it's a short book um, and presumably you had plenty to say. How did you decide how to present it to other people that aren't
0: familiar? Well, I mean, I think my work is trying to explain complicated things in a simple manner. And and it's been really fun to work on hygge because it's so ingrained in our culture and trying to take something that is part of your national culture or national identity and then look at it from different angles. Mm. So we look at How language shapes our behavior. We look at how does hygge affect the way we decorate our homes. We look at you know how to build um, hygge into your everyday life, Um, and we also look at the relationship between hygge and happiness so we just look at a lot of different perspectives when it comes to hygge so it's actually been fairly easy to write Mm. even though that it's a a complicated concept
1: Mm. and what about when it came to narrating the audiobook because you did it yourself didn't you (laughs) how was that experience
0: (laughs) it was it was a lot of fun um uh, uh, truth be told at one point we had to put a, a pillow on my stomach uh, here's here, the moral of the story is when you're doing an audiobook don't have spicy chorizo for lunch <laughs> it's a hard one uh, <laughs> you, you don't want to eat too
1: much you don't want to eat too little The stomach is a noisy thing isn't it
0: so yeah. it was less gla- glamorous than I thought Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so that was an unexpected challenge but was it also funny to perform I suppose I suppose that's something you're not
0: used to no uh, yeah it, it was I mean uh, I thought it was something actors, uh, did. I have no acting experience. Oh, mm. well, I did play in eighth grade school play. I was elf number 13. Yeah. So that was my, that was my of top position. Yeah yeah yeah, elves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, great. My line was, there's somebody in the workshop. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, stole the show. Um, so, so it was different for me, but also, you know, great fun to, you know, read out in the, the entire script. So, mm-hmm. so that was a lot of fun.
1: Do you think there's something about listening to this? that will be more impactful than reading it. It feels like, you know, self-help, mindfulness titles, they all do very well, very well in audio.
0: Why do you think that is? <sighs> no, I think there will be an extra dimension to this because I think hygge is an atmosphere. I think it's a feeling. Um, I think we use all our senses when it comes to hygge. Hygge has a feeling. I think it has a tangible feeling. Uh I also think Hugo has a a sound. Um and I think